0: Welcome to Before the Bin, your connection to some of the world's best livestock sales. Stay tuned as your host, Andy Howe, takes you coast to coast, stopping along the way to talk with producers about their operation, their livestock, and of course, their upcoming
1: sales. Let's get to it.
0: Welcome Livestock Friends to this edition of Before the Bid Podcast and on this one we came up to West Lafayette here as we did last year and spent the day up here at the place that we're going to talk about today and uh, as I said we're up here at West Lafayette and we're going to talk to a guy that has been around this Angus business for quite a while and uh, came through with his dad. His dad was a professor at Purdue University and taught veterinary science in there at Purdue so guy's been around the cattle industry a long time and uh, a guy that we enjoy running up and down the road with whenever we can and showing with and just a guy that you really need to get in with here if you are in the Angus business in any way or even the Simmental business in any way and you've got young people that want to show these animals why this is a great crew to get into so I know personally we really enjoy this crew so we came back up here to West Lafayette we've been through the cattle and we're going to talk about those here on this podcast I have again another return guest and a guy Supports us quite well. Got Joe Horseman here for this one, and he is going to have a sale, and it is going to be at the farm here in West Lafayette. It's going to be October 1st, and that is on a Saturday night, and it is going to start at 6.30 p.m. sharp is what it says right there on the catalog. So, uh, Joe, welcome to the podcast, and, man, we appreciate you hosting us today.
1: Well, I appreciate you all coming up and being repeat customers and, and uh, meticulously going through all the cattle today. You didn't just buzz through them and appreciate that greatly, so <laughs> you were studying.
0: We, we needed something for you to do today. You yeah, know? that's right. That's, uh, that's
1: all I had to do today, honestly. So <laughs> sale season.
0: Right. Well, uh, we sure appreciate it. Joe, tell us a little bit, uh, if maybe they haven't heard yours before, tell us a little bit about what goes on there at the farm and who's involved there at the operation and uh, kind of what they do, because you got a great crew.
1: Oh, it's 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 a people business. The cattle are kind of the byproduct, and it starts at the top with Dad. And then this is our twelfth sale. And when we contemplated the idea of having a sale, you know, he said, "Well, we're going to do things right. You know, we're going to test our cattle." He says, "I've spent a career cleaning up other people's messes." So, you know, we we BVD test, uh, we whole herd yonis test. You know, it's one of those things where again, it's little things right, and uh, again, it starts with Dad. So uh, far as just producing these pregnancies, getting cattle bred and then getting him on the ground alive and good health. Uh, that's, that's kind of starts with him. And then uh, we were fortunate enough to get to hire Brad Paitsle a couple of years ago. And I mean, what a breath of fresh air. I mean, Brad's work ethic is second to none. Uh, he cares. He right. just sincerely cares. Pulls in in the morning, Kubota's fired up, he drives through the cow herd, works all morning before he goes to lunch, drives through the cow herd, works all afternoon before he goes home, drives through the cow herd. <laughs> right. So we know if anything's in heat, we know if there's a eye watering, we know if there's one with a snotty nose, and and if he finds one in the evening, he knows it wasn't that way in the morning. Right. Our breeding sequence is up when we're preg checking, you know, we're preg check all the time. Uh, we have the fortune of having dad pull into the driveway at least twice a day, and we're right. preg checking right. once a week. And we're not palpating cows with CLs anymore. If we know they're open, Brad's finding them open. And so we're moving things up. We're not we're not missing days, and it shows. And so next year's calf crop should be exciting as well. Just good, good things going on from that standpoint. And, you know, he's, he's good with kids. He's good with customers. Right. So that's a bonus. And then we've had the great fortune of working with Claire Brown for years. And there's a long relationship there with her family and ours. And, you know, her mom worked for dad for 17 years at Purdue, was dad's technician. And on Claire's birthday, every year, dad reminds her of her mom going out behind the barn because she didn't feel well and she was pregnant for Claire. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, I bet she loves that story every time. But uh, sure you know, uh, history repeats itself. So. You know, but, no, Claire's Claire's been wonderful. She's finishing her junior career. But, you know, there's some people that come back and buy cattle from us because of Claire. And uh, don't right. think for a minute that we don't appreciate and acknowledge that. She's taken too many credit hours this semester and, and had to scale back a little bit on when she could work during the week. And she misses it, I know. But uh, I was hoping she'd either go to grad school or flunk out of school and stay <laughs> here for her. So, if, uh, if this great thing doesn't work out, we might start a scholarship for her and see if we can't get her into grad school. But, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with a seven-year career at Purdue University. I can tell you that. You're right. You're right. Dad had one and I had one. The only difference is, is he got a doctorate for his. So. <laughs> so. Oh, well. We were both at Purdue for seven years. I don't know what the big deal is. but
0: You know, I, I was actually in six years and finished my last three at Purdue, and I, I don't have a doctorate degree yeah, either. exactly.
1: <laughs> But that, that's kind of the nuts and bolts of, of what we are and who we are. And, you know, again, I told people that, you know, every place you go and you get on any of these online services, everybody has cattle and everybody has really good cattle. We just have to differentiate why they'd want to come by. Uh, you know, I believe it wholeheartedly that surround yourself with those kind of people like Dad and Brad and Claire, and, and it'll be a good situation. So
0: Right and it is we know that firsthand absolutely is and rad and claire uh just great to get along with and and great with the young people and and they want to help
1: oh absolutely i
0: mean that's what they want to do
1: claire gets angry on occasion <laughs> you know when to go take care of that but uh that's just fine because she cares but uh, right no,
0: yeah you know and we got we got to give you credit as well because if there's a nationwide uncle for juniors <laughs> it uncle joe horseman the, I mean, just the way that you interact with them and just the things that you do for them. And you are, I mean, just just a great Uncle Joe for, for everybody.
1: You know, it, it's supposed to be fun, but they're supposed to learn something. I go back to kind of my coaching days, and, you know, I always tell those kids "For they hit the ring, go have fun. And if they mess up, I find the right time to tell them. It's, right. not, it's not right away, and you don't jerk one out of there and you don't do anything in front of them. But, you right. know, but I'm always quick to praise them, and then you wait a little while, And I consider it kind of locker room talk when it's time to say, hey, you know, you might change this. Right. And there's no point in showing a kid up. But, again, we're competing with soccer, baseball, going to the lake. doing. I mean, this is an activity that's supposed to be fun. Right. And, you know, for some, they're not full-time cattle operations. You know, let's face it, we're in the Midwest. The state of Indiana, the average cow herd size is 19 head. Right. And very few people in the state of Indiana make a living from the cattle business. Right. But you're going to spend the rest of your life learning from people so if you can do that with this project then what a great opportunity and much negativities we have out there why not make this a pleasurable experience for the kids for the families for the parents and you know again let them have fun but we're competing with all the entertainment and again all the teaching instruments there are out there so um, you know that's just that's just part of the whole experience
0: Right. And you guys do such a good job of that. Thank you. Appreciate I know a lot of us a lot of us appreciate it and, and, and along that line, you know, things like Beef Congress and things like Louisville and, and Oklahoma City and, and the places that you go and, and take those cattle. You just invite those families to come sure. right along with you.
1: You have to. And you know it, yeah, sure. We'd like to just sell these and, and move on. But if, if we don't give that service, somebody else will. Right. And that's part of what they're buying. So it's an experience. Yeah, the genetics are there. But, I mean, you're buying an experience and you're buying a project on the show, end. But then, you know, again, we've got we've got repeat customers on the cow side and, you know, we'll sell a handful of bulls and, and some things like that. So the genetics are there, too. Right. But we're not just a day camp for kids. Right. So. You're exactly right. <laughs> we have some We do have some cattle, too. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. So,
0: Ryan, you do have some other business into this Correct. thing and Correct. and do a very good job of that as well. So, yeah, just can't say enough good things about the the things that you guys do for for customers. Well, I appreciate it. And juniors and and the whole the whole program here in Indiana and, and nationwide as well. Right. So you. you know, hosted at least a conference last year. We talked about that just a little bit. And oh, yeah. uh, so so the things like that, that you sure. guys do as well.
1: We do have I mean we've close proximity to Purdue University. We have groups come through here all the time, you know, the FFA and conventions in Indianapolis. So we get that opportunity to kind of open the doors and and you know, let's face it, I enjoyed the coaching aspect of things and dad dad was an excellent teacher and did it for a lot of years. So right. he does kind of miss that aspect mm-hmm. and, and has taken some students under his wing still even after he left in 2014 had a great relationship with john richardson who's now a veterinarian and off working on his own and doing things and you know took in another student this summer and kind of rode with him mm-hmm. and he enjoys that and when we get those calls and requests for judging teams or different things like that to come through we if, if it'll fit our calendar we'll most certainly do so so right you know, that's part of it
0: judging teams as well Uh, We brought brought the judging team up this this last spring, so uh, all those things.
1: You know, and and I've reached out to a few of them, and we're going to have these cattle kind of up. We're going to have sale pins put together, and we have different shapes and sizes. And and, then with all these pins and everything kind of ready to go, we encourage people to stop by. You know, over the next month, we're going to have cattle in different categories, different ages, different stages with sale pins and the ability to, you know, sort through them. and, And so we encourage all those groups to come in and stop by So.
0: Right, yep, right, absolutely. You know, he's he's mentioned coaching twice. Were you a speed and agility
1: coach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Weightlifting coach? Yeah, no. Yeah. So David Cross Country. David coach. Bell was a uh, first, uh, second team All American, I believe, an All Big Ten receiver. He did an internship <laughs> with me last year. And I said, David, when we go out and meet clients, I said, let's just get this straight. This isn't an internship, but I'm your speed and agility coach this summer. and it really paid off because, you know, he's an excellent <laughs> NFL career and made it to the Browns. so.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah, if you know Joe, uh, always at the gym and, yep. and always working out. So you guys have some uh, marketing partners back again this year and maybe one that came back in this year that that wasn't here last year. If you would just go through those real quick.
1: Yeah, so Dale Grubbs, again, brought us a really nice set of bred females, and Dale's a longtime friend of of Dad's and a longtime client, but just a good Angus cattleman, and Breeds good Angus cattle, and and always has, and hosted a sale for years, so he knows what goes into it. He was, he was an easy pick to say, hey, Dale, you want to come be part of this? Right. So it uh, brought us just a really high-quality set of bred heifers and bred cows, and fits a really good niche as to what we're looking for as far as to provide for everybody through Factory Direct. So Dale's been a wonderful partner and a wonderful friend, and so that's been tremendous. Senates, Lance and I have been friends for probably too long, uh, yeah we don't tell all those stories because um but anyways uh but Lance and I literally been friends since uh juniors seniors in high school Yeah. and so they've marketed cattle here before brought us a really nice effort and we'll continue to do business with them And, and and Lance and Margaret have been been good friends for a very long time and then Woody Nichols brought us a really nice cow and he and his dad have been longtime friends and customers. Um, Woody brought us a tremendously bred cow. So Woody's quick to step in. Picture day comes around, and he had one cow to get pictured videoed, and he stayed for the entire day and worked through all of them as if they were his own. And right. he'll be here, one of the first ones here to set up and be the one of the last ones to lead down. So appreciate Woody and his wife. They're little girls. They, they always uh, send Dad a video on his birthday of them singing happy birthday, and uh, they're just... Kind of, uh, they, dad dad enjoys watching them, as you would know with your father, who likes watching those kids grow up as customers. So right, it's a good good situation there. And and I've told this story before when I was at Harry's Chocolate Shop. Woody still pops up on my phone when he calls and says, Woody <laughs> Harry's. Woody Harry's. he was <laughs> a friendly doorman at Harry's. So <laughs> we'll leave those stories off the air as well. So. <laughs>
0: Making sure the chocolate is good, moving, right? Moving right along.
1: <laughs> I, the, the chocolate is
0: pretty good in there. Uh, That's what I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard that. Uh, better mention these sale consultants here for the Factory Direct sale.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you look inside the cover and if you have any trouble getting a catalog, just reach out to us. And again, it's a good group of people that are working on your behalf as well as ours, but uh, they're going to represent those cattle, and they're going to make certain that you don't like the way that they're described or presented, that they're going to be another set of eyes and ears and uh, a good good representative of our program and the Factory Direct. So. But, uh, yeah, no, good group, and, and you'll see those on the inside front cover, and there's a whole list of people that if, if you don't know any of them, call me, and I can probably steer you in the right direction, but different backgrounds and, and different clientele that they service. So
0: right yeah in different parts of the country that's as well. Right. that's right coming that's in right. here so that's right. uh right so we've got the again we got the factory direct sale it's going to be on saturday october the 1st and cattle they'll be available all day uh friday the september 30th they'll also be available there so uh you that's can right. come and uh eat the complimentary meal there at five o'clock also have some uh refreshments as well going to start and uh
1: so. One, one housekeeping note, um, a lot of you are familiar with our facility and where we are located. I-65 is just always a puzzle, and, and I know some people couldn't even attend the sale last year because they got hung up. But that being said, exit 178 is our exit there at the state police post by McDonald's there, three miles straight south of the farm. Chances are really good that that exit's going to be completely closed. Oh, wow. Don't fret. It's it's not that big a deal. If you're not familiar with Lafayette, probably I don't advise to take – you can take exit 175 and meander your way through, and if those of you that know the area, that'll be just fine. However, my suggestion is to continue north to 188, which would be the Brookston exit. Okay. And you'll just get off on that exit, go back to the east on State Road 18. And then come south. So it's it's really no big deal, and in the big scheme of things, it's very uh, simple. And most of us have a GPS capability, and yeah. so you'll be able to right. just be able to get there. That's it's it's not going to be that drastic of an issue but it'll be fine so right but, but yeah 65 is always a challenge <laughs> um, with all the construction and they have about there are no shoulders right now so a simple fender bender could lead to a four-hour backup right
0: so. right yeah as we were coming up here today it was like they've worked on this for 15 years right. and uh, keep working on it all the time
1: yeah we're the new louisville <laughs> yeah. orange barrels
0: right all over the place so uh joe We want to just start in with this and uh, start talking about some of these cattle going through this.
1: Yeah, we're going to start the sale off. uh, We're just going to go through this in catalog order. And and so as you look and see, we're going to have an opportunity to sell 50 units of semen on Secret Society. And we really like what we see out of this bull. And you're going to get an opportunity to see some good daughters and then, again, a full sister. And there's been some full sisters in the past that have done quite well and look really good. And I I think that uh, you're going to find Secret Society is going to give you the flexibility to have – you know, I've said it time and again, when when having cattle with muscle is fashionable again, we're going to be ready. Right. And this bull, <laughs> is, uh, this bull is lending to show that you can have them uh, muscular, but they can still have a look about them. So that bull, we're going to offer 50 units of semen on him, but we're going to start the, the cataloging the book off with a full sister to him. And she's a powerhouse, but she's still really good looking. Uh, she conducts herself as a lady. She she moves with grace and uh, good out of her top and, and blends in and... And so we're really excited about that female and, and she's nothing new. We've had full sisters too in the past that, as you can see in their photo with, uh, supporting pictures, but those, those heifers are tremendous in their own respect and have gone into production. And as you'll see, lot one supporting photo of 980 G. Well, lo and behold, we bred that 980 G to our other bull stack chips that we'll get to in a minute. And that comes in with a lot two heifer mm-hmm. and that heifer is, um, she's established she was reserving her division at all american breeders fraternity this summer in the uh, junior show and then that was claire's bread known that won her class at the national junior angus show and the bread known show and we're going to sell that october female in her entirety north american will be claire's last junior show of her career and so she'd like to be able to show that heifer in Louisville. So the sale's October the 1st, but we'd like to keep that heifer around, and we'll take her to the North American free of charge of the new owner, and we'll bring her home and even offer, you know, after Thanksgiving or so, if they want her bread for September, mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll bring a heifer home and get her bread before she goes on to her new home. But that's a true testament right there. If you look, that heifer's a stack of chips out of Secret Society's full sister. Right. So the lot, two heifer kind of shows a little bit about what's going on at our place since 2000 2019. Right. So that, that has had a tendency to work. And, and then we swing over and we get right into that Luton heifer. And some people are saying, Luton, why are we still going back to Luton? And, and, and you know, I, I love the Lutons, kind of his first go around. And you always wonder if they had enough to them. Mm-hmm. but man they were pretty cattle and they and they were attractive and they're balanced and they had a look to them but as we went through there today and you look at that heifer she's really good and very feminine but you wonder sometimes you think she'll have enough to her and then we hopped on the Kubota and I went <laughs> right. out and I showed your mother and I said I hope this clears that up right because that is a maternal sister to secret society and her mother is a powerhouse right and that's a cow in production that's a cow that's just bone and foot and top and muscle and big back but still looks like a cow right and that should clear all that up right so yeah uh, I
0: even I had to get out of Kubota
1: yeah to go yeah, look at that right. one and follow her around just right. a little bit there yeah. she's a beast yeah and uh so so I I think there's a ton of show ring potential on the lot three heifer but then again when you're done with her there's just I mean limitless production potential in that female so and then we come into the lot four heifer, one of the most improved heifers, she's a, she's a Wrigley, but she's out of a really good power chip young cow. That 973G is a power chip out of 415. And you know, you got to see 415 in the shot lot today. And right. she's, I joke, she's 18 years old and she's gonna stay at our house as long as she wants to. And she's been our high income producing female and she's been flushed a gazillion times. Unfortunately, she's not in production right now and not working. But uh, she's going to stay there, and if nothing else, they'll probably let her vote in Illinois next year. <laughs> she's 18. You're going to
0: coach her on her no. when you take her over yeah. there, no. which no. way to vote? Yeah. yeah. She knows. She knows. <laughs>
1: but, um, yeah, so 415, you're going to see 415 throughout this book, and you're 116, right. her mother throughout this book, and the – and every time Tom Burke sees me, the Black Cap Empress family are, you know, resides as well as in Westloff yet. And, right. and a lot of it's through 415. So we get on into the 5A and the 5B. And you bought a 307A heifer last year, a daughter, and, and good friends and customers, and Gregory Farms, and then Gary Woods bought in on the 307A cow there a couple of years ago. And we have two mm-hmm. express heifers that are. You know, they've improved every single day. that pedigree knows no stranger to our place. And and so that's, those are really nice females with a ton of potential. And then we go into the lot six cow. And we're going to offer a flush on that cow. And you got to see her today with the calf at side. Oh, yeah. Um, That flush will be available and ready the 1st of November. And that lookout 415 pedigree, I mean, our first sale, we put up a white tent in the front yard and, and had our first factory direct there. And our lot one heifer and high selling heifer was a lookout at a 415. <laughs> this cow is something else to see doing a really nice job like I said just had a really nice fall bull calf but we're going to sell a flush on that female and, then, and that flush will be available 1st of November and there's umpteen opportunities it doesn't necessarily have to be an Angus flush be any breed, Right. bull of your choice but uh, there's an opportunity if you have a bull that you own that you'd like to you know make famous there's a pretty good cow that you can mm-hmm. use so all kinds of different flexibility and options on that cow unfortunately lot 7 is out she came back up open so we're going to move right through that the 647 d cow you're going to come in on the lot nines and 642 d is a northern improvement so let's work this backwards a little bit we're going to talk the 9a and the 9b 642 d's on the bottom side of both those pedigrees and, and that cow's last three years has brought us front end show heifers and ultimately brood cows and There was no difference this year. In fact, she had a natural calf by Primo, and we flushed that cow to Primo as well. And then, like I said, we bred her back that way. But these two heifers, I can't decide which one I like the best from day to day, and that's a good problem to have. Right. 642D, when you go through the pasture, uh, nice cow. Just a not really nice cow, but just kind of outbreeds herself all the time. And so when we work back and come back to the lot eight, lot eight is a full sister to six forty two D. That's where I'm going with mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. so six forty seven D, we didn't picture because she raised a set of twin heifer calves by Secret Society. Right. And so, you know, as a cow nursing twins, really nice functional cow in good rig, pregnant, due back. And ready to calve in april she calved a little late this year but she is due to primo and there's an opportunity to buy foundation genetics from us that as you look from lot eight go over here and across the page to nine right. you'll be able to see and the only reason that we're selling 647d is the fact that we were able to keep two same-sex heifers right. out of secret society they'd be double bred empresses on those females so there's an opportunity for somebody to come in and buy into those genetics that last three years 642d's put some of those top end angus heifers on that open list so
0: right so that's good right i mean she is a little thin but oh yeah don't hate her because
1: she's she's a little thin when she works at hard. she's confirmed pregnant she was bred ai one time and stuck and raised approximately 900 pounds of calf right uh, probably more than that you know with those two heifer calves and so absolutely yeah look at it as an opportunity so, right take her home a little compensatory gain and look like a genius next year right so. Absolutely. Lot 10 heifer, smooth. I mean, that's everyone that comes through and they look at the lot 10 heifer, they just say, wow, that's a really smooth heifer. And she is uh, high capacity, elegant, moves with ease and grace, really quiet. I mean, push her out of the way. And again, we're going to talk about some of these as we go through the lot one heifer and this heifer were both shown at the Indiana State Fair. We use the Indiana State Fair uh, new schedule that I encourage them to keep, I don't know if they will listen. <laughs> We're going to use that opportunity. We use that opportunity to showcase some of our heifers. Right. And so quite a few of these heifers have already been shown. And those two females went to the Indiana State Fair. So this one is show broke. Right good project good cow but she'll show i think that's going to be a tremendous bread and a tremendous two-year-old mm-hmm. so interesting pedigree on that the 606d you can see the supporting photos there she's no stranger to putting heifers in this sale but uh 606d is a maternal sister to 415 right had a tough go at it was uh, born two weeks early in a snowdrift during a blizzard and got her feet frosted got her nose frosted and lost her ears right. um, but we call her lucky she looks good <laughs> but uh, no she does i mean she Every year she brings us one, and right. uh, so that's it's a pretty well-bred female that is just smooth, and that's the comment. And probably I don't know what your notes say, but right. that's just kind of what everybody's called her. And and a great acting, good project, and a, and gonna be a good bred and a good two-year-old. Right. Five sixty-one C, powerful, powerful cow. Lot eleven. Um, yes, lot eleven. Due up to calf to blacklist. sexed heifer semen, right at the first of the year. She is the dam of the Duble that we had and, and showed at Oklahoma City in that first year for that show. He won that March class and had a lot of fans. When we pick cows out for this sale, we pride ourselves in offering good cattle. And we get some customers that come back every year to buy cows. Mm-hmm. And it needs to hurt a little bit, I guess, when we sell these. And boy, this one's going to hurt. But right. uh, she's a tremendous female. And that picture just kind of nails her. And you got to see her today. Right.
0: And, Plenty of marks.
1: Very similar to the 506C, but a good representation of the empress cow family and what they can do. So, Coming into stacked chips now, and again, we're going to sell 50 units of that bull as well. That bull has outperformed even my expectations. You know, we knew he was going to be calving ease. We knew he had a good look about him. He was outcrossed our empress cows. But what I love about this calving ease bull is you don't look at his weaned calves and say, well, they have to be out of a calving ease bull. You know, they don't wean at 350 pounds. And from a management standpoint, we call it spring calving. But let's face it, in January and February, that's winter calving. And when a lot of these Angus bulls that we call calving ease do so because they have a short gestation, Right, and they're gaining a pound and a half a day in that last trimester, and all of a sudden they spit out a 55-pound calf in a snowdrift in a first calf heifer that you didn't know what she looked like when she's going to calf because right. she's never had a calf, right? And that thing's two weeks early and it's in a snowdrift. Yeah, it's great. It's 55 pounds, but it's dead. Right. And from a management standpoint, I don't know how good that is because I've never been able to sell a dead one when they don't go to term. Right. They're not going to weigh 56 pounds and 57 pounds and 58 pounds or 600 pounds. Right. So where I'm going with that is these cattle go to term. They'll be four or five days early or right. they'll they'll calve on their due date, but they're going to weigh 70 to 85 pounds. Our largest one was, I think, 90 pounds, but that mm-hmm. was out of a show heifer that was managed as mm-hmm. a show heifer. Right. So good look, versatile, and an outcross to our empress genetics. So we're really excited about that bull. And when you look at the lot 12 heifer, you'll see why. Right, Uh, exactly. She is cool. And you're not going to look at her and say, I bet that one's out of a calving geese bull. That one's out of a show bull. And good haired, good about her head and neck, just cocks off and walks around the pen like she owns the place. And so that's going to be a great testament. I hated to do it, but we had an opportunity to get a steer out of here. But we had a really good show steer out of Stack Chips, Mm -hmm. good haired, really good looking. But anytime you have a trailer and a check and a a steer, so
0: (laughs) he he didn't go to Joe Blow from no 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 no.
1: But. um, but we had an opportunity to sell him, but that steer would have helped us sell semen when we right. give that opportunity on October the first. But Well
0: uh, and look at look at lot two as well. Absolutely. I mean right. you know, there's so many stacked chips in here that right. are so high quality and Correct. so good.
1: Yep. Yep. Indeed so then we come back over into the lot 13 and how i didn't skip the number 13 i don't know but i didn't want to upset everybody by re-lotting the (laughs) entire catalog so (laughs) i hate the number 13 and i get that from my dad but uh really nice heifer probably there's two or three in here that i keep on going back and forth on which one's the most improved this is a really nice female that's bred back into that 017 cow family and that goes back to 2182 and then the 851F heifer, if you recall, she was a $36,000 high seller from the 2018 sale. And mm-hmm. I got to see some calves out of that 851F down at Chronics this summer. And that cow's doing a tremendous job. There's two express heifers out of that cow. So, again, after they're done showing, they do make cows. And, and that cow family is pretty rich and laden with the stories of that. And we go into 14 and 14B. And you spend a lot of time chasing these two around. And again, the good problem is, I don't know which one's the best.
0: Right. I Yeah, I don't know if I know.
1: Yeah. And again, two tremendous females that are rich in that cow family and no strangers to bringing good ones to the sale. And if we're staying with these 017 ladies in the lot 15 heifer, that's a blacklist, a little powerful heifer, That another one that was a part of that group that got exhibited. And I think that heifer is going to tremendous future then we're gonna look in here in the lot 16 that heifer weaned a really nice calf this year was a little skinny at picture time but there's an opportunity to own a full sister to the thirty-six thousand dollar heifer that really i mean there's people wearing out our driveway all, to, all the time on that heifer and uh, when she was class of 2018 right but uh 032h is a, a really nice bred that's bred to our tenacious bull that we'll get to, and so that'll be a nice half-blood calf we'll make available on October the 1st. Lot 17, I think that is going to be a really good testament to Secret Society. Right. On uh, The bottom side is a totally different cow family that stems from our relationship with our good friend that we miss, especially around this time, because she was so excited to see how her cattle would progress. But uh, Mary Patton, uh, who's a, a dear friend to this family, that Lola cow, and, you know, you even looked at that and said, wow, 9FB3 back there in that, right. in that pedigree. But Lola's, this is one of Lola's daughters. And 775E is on the bottom side of that, of that pedigree. And I think we've got to check. We're probably going to have an error in that pedigree in the catalog. But that is a secret society heifer that has as much future from a show heifer standpoint as anything.
0: Absolutely. And
1: she's young and we're going to have to project her out a little bit, but man, she is high, high quality, and I think that that is going to be a testament of what secret society can do uh, as far as producing show heifers with a a cow family behind them. Uh, As I discussed earlier, talking about, hey, I don't know which one is the most improved. Man, this Sandman heifer... Is really nice and out of a nice cow that we've acquired. But you know, I had three of those Sandman calves this year, and two of them are bulls. And this is the only female we had. And I wish they were all females because even right. the bull calves I liked. Right. Um, so you know, that's a that's a nice female. And then we talk again about if you're going to sell cows, it kind of needs a sting and it kind of needs to hurt. But to keep our customers happy and to keep the people that come in here year after year and buy cows for a nice price, and I don't mean by a nice price, a good right. price. I, mean, right. I don't want to think that we're going to overshoot anybody and out kick coverage and scare everybody from coming here and trying to bid on October the 1st but the 19 and the 20 cow are prime examples of young cows selling in their prime with cow families behind them and all kinds of opportunity the 19 i you know we acquired her for barry nawatsky's sale that she show broke she goes back to that good pvf donor and she's due right at the first year to sext cadillac ranch right so feed her for three or four months have a heifer calf and see what happens and let her write a chapter and then And she doesn't need a whole lot of heat really. oh no, no no not <laughs> at all <laughs> she's not ready at to all. go she is she's in good rig and yeah and good the one, S133 cow. I mean, I heard you give a couple wows on her, and that yeah. picture—they nailed her. And that's what that cow looks like. But out of a bull that we bought a package on, the clear-cut bull of Kyle's. Really excited about what the potential there. But. We're going to sell that cow before we really got a taste of her abilities and capability. That's a good inside daughter that came from a good friend, at Kyle Galuli. You know, another good boiler, another good cattleman. That cow, that's going to sting when we sell that one. But they kind of need to if you're going to keep people coming back. And, and, and they expect to come in and find cows like that in our sales. So, Right. Then we're going to shift gears a little bit and get into a little different breed uh, with the semis. And boy, I was fortunate enough a few years ago to go to Tranepols and buy a Serena daughter, and the two-step out of Serena, the 7053. And boy, she's she's done a whale of a job, and she keeps bringing us females that make the sale, and high high quality, and this one fits the bill, and she's fits right in with all the other Serenas that we've brought through Factory Direct, and and this one again is really good-natured, really quiet. She was calf champion at the Indiana State Fair, so she already has a a show under her belt, a good looking female that we see all kinds of potential in and then and then we're gonna roll over and we're gonna introduce Tenacious. And a lot of you have already seen Tenacious. Uh, we know the Lola Cow family and the 314A Cow. She raised that heifer that Jesse Kronick had that won the Georgia Nationals. She was supreme overall female there, the 16 step. 314A, the mother of Tenacious. Her full sister wins junior nationals for Tanner Howie. You know, that cow we sold half interest to Tony Drock and his family a few years ago, and they've done well with their offering out of Lola. She goes back to Limestone's full sister to look out. The cow family's there. She's a three-quarter blood, if you're wondering how that goes about. And so then we're going to offer 50 units of semen on that bull. He won his division at the North American last year. He was grand overall bull at Dixie Purebred Semi-Bull Show, and we're going to get him back going this fall and this winter. He's over at Stud right now, and we have that semen, and we're going to offer two full sisters And you tell me which one's better between 22A and 22B. Nah, I can't. Okay. (laughs) I can't. They're really, really good. So just sweep the ring and you won't be wrong. There you go. Really nice females. And to be purebred with that nice rib and tying back into that shoulder, to be level in that flank and have that kind of look and still be sound is a great opportunity.
0: You can offer both those females. We're
1: selling them both. Absolutely. (sighs) Absolutely. I got to deal with farm credit, and uh, <laughs> they loan me money, and I pay them back. Somebody asked me once who we owned Tenacious with, and I said farm credit.
0: Right. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, you would think most sales you go to, they keep one of
1: those. Yeah. Yep. No, they're both for sale. With the way I look at it, that's an opportunity to either keep a good relationship with two families or establish another relationship with two right. families. Because I mean, those are really good females that have a lot of fun in them and they're going to be cows and we're going to hear stories out of those two five six seven years from now uh even after they're done showing them so absolutely we wheeled back into lot 23 and we're going to go back to t94 and you guys are probably tired of hearing me talking about t94 but man that half-blood cow did a tremendous job for us and then now we have these daughters in production you know we when we sold our semis in 19 it wasn't because we didn't like the semi business because we didn't like owning 170 cows and trying to do it the way we we're doing it right um now that we've brought there we need to own more cows can, but uh <laughs>
0: you know and some of us benefited from that yeah, yeah with you yeah, with you selling yeah those. yeah
1: you got a good Adele daughter didn't you yeah <laughs> right, yeah but right. uh t94 has those daughters we still have three daughters in production and I made the comment you know there were champions 15 years ago uh out of that t94 cow and then Also, the heifer that wins junior nationals at at the Simmental Classic this summer goes back to the T-94 cow, the Mignon cow. So, uh, this is no different. You know, South Dakota State Fair champion two years ago goes back to the T-94 cow. Right. So, here's a female that gives you a great opportunity to tie into a cow family, uh, even after she's done showing. And then we're going to roll in, and and you'll find these Adele's just – Good solid cattle, purebreds. 955G is a bred female. You have an opportunity to buy some cows that we hand bred and use tenacious. This year, and you're going to be able to have Lola and Adele on the same. Oh wow! Uh, when well, we're looking at the lot 25, that yeah. for that pregnant cow, you're going to be able to see Lola and Adele on the same registration paper. So, but you're a proud owner of an Adele daughter, right? And she's in her donor lot right now, and you're right. getting ready to load her up, and take her home. But she has a county O heifer calf inside, yep. and uh, you guys should be pretty proud of that one. And that yep. cow's in production. You just flushed her, and she's bred back and going home. And so the Adeles are good property. They're real good property. And we got to see the
0: Adele. Out there today yeah. and Allie and Betty both picked her out and said, That's her and
1: we were selling the cow in her entirety and right. our good friend at Bo Slovic and Bo is an Angus breeder that needs to satisfy bull customers and right. decided that he wanted to be able to offer some half bloods and we were on Y C C together in two thousand thirteen and so when we had that dispersal he buys Adele and afterwards says, Well, do you mind just keeping her and just sending me eggs? I just need embryos out of that cow and right. I mean that cow's been Part of the family here. There's a lot of photographers that enjoy her use as a picture <laughs> yeah. pin dummy. Right. We had to set her on the sidelines this year on one day because uh, Dad was set to flush her the next day, and he said oh. you can't use her yeah. in a picture pin until I get those <laughs> eggs out. So, and it was a successful flush, and, and it goes on. And then, and then we have this 57 uh, B cow. Here's another good opportunity to buy a, a tremendous Simmental female that's royally bred. She's a steel force out of a full sibbed in and she's going to calve at a reasonable time to the SAM bull. And, and uh, we know that, you know, the SAM availability is going to be somewhat limited. But there's a royally bred cow that the only reason that she made the sale is that we kept a, a nice Duke heifer, a really nice Duke heifer uh, out of her that we're going to keep back and kind of run that program through and uh, be able to offer those genetics on her. And then, and then again, you're going to come in here and you're going to see Dale Grubbs is offering, and it is good Angus cow after good Angus cow. And Dale is not afraid to use really good proven bulls. You know, he'll tell you, and I heard him just have the conversation with Kyle Conley while he was here when we're talking about the Grubbs copper bull, the reference sire D down there, BC balance. And those balance cows were good. You know, he bought a part of that bull and just you know generation after generation of good cow families and and just good cattle in dales and dale is an honest man and brought us a really good set and you're going to have an opportunity to buy from a, a proven cow man that's done it year after year and then woody's cow woody Nichols, the lot 37 burn baby burn r34 was and still is one of the most popular pedigrees that the Simmental breed scene in quite some time and I know that he's had a lot of success with her and her ability to flush and produce embryos is the only reason that he's going to offer up that cow uh, right now at this stage in her life and then he's also going to offer two packages of embryos as well so Mm -hmm. you know bid as long and hard as you can on the 37 cow and you know I don't know but if she gets out of what you think is a budget you have an opportunity to buy two sets of eggs there and then the 38 heifer is here for a couple reasons you know like I said Lance and I have a long long history of being good friends and enjoy each other's cattle and, and how they're bred and what they look like and how they're represented but the smiling bob cow and what he did with her you know you know that foster brothers cow that right. that they had that you know, brought her in a lot of people weren't showing falls at the indiana state fair right and you know he's reserved grand with her as a calf and then she's gone on and produced and 090I has spent a great deal of her time. That's the smiling bob cow. Mm-hmm. She spent a good deal of time at our place getting flushed. And, and that Eagle Scout daughter has been very productive for them. And I commend them and appreciate the fact that they used our bull, the Secret Society bull, on there. And that is a really nice key female. And that shows Absolutely. the versatility of, of Secret Society. And Tucker called this summer. And You don't need to ask him about the Snapchat of me falling into a creek when we're <laughs> going to try to look at this heifer. <laughs> you know,
0: but anyways dedicated to get get, get a good shot yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: so we went to go look at this heifer this summer on a little herd visit over there but tucker was always high on her and tucker's doing a tremendous job down there and uh, he asked if they could sell her there and i thought being out of that bull is a pretty good fit so again just you know, friends taking care of friends, and when I when I say that, I'm not doing them any favors; they're doing us a favor. Right. And so, you know, I appreciate them for having the faith and sending her up, and she's on display at our house. And so, yeah, I, I again, I think it's a really deep set, the depth in here, and I talk about that a little bit in the opening letter. There is a testimony to everybody else, you know, between Dad and Brad and Claire. You know, that's right. you know the depth of this offering is exciting. So. You know, I think there's a little bit of something for everyone in here, so
0: yeah absolutely and, and a, a good time a good sale a good host and like we mentioned way back earlier and at the start of this thing it's it's not just you guys load them up sale night and go home and and we'll talk to you next time right. when sale time comes around it's right. a it's a relationship and sure and it's a keeping up with those guys or, sure. or helping those customers or if you want to call them marketing partners or, or so, whatever it might be right. that they come and buy those buy those livestock you guys just stick with them I know firsthand and the the things that we've learned uh maybe not through you guys but even through who helped you guys sure absolutely you know we we run around with those guys and, and watch guys like neil thompson and jared bain and just to mention a couple of them right watch those guys get cattle ready and get some of the knowledge from those guys and just being around those guys
1: hire people that are really good at what they do and stay out of their way right and they're tremendous friends and very talented people and they treat our customers well right and, uh, their they're kids with respect, their parents with respect, and they're fun people to be around. And again, this is it's genetics, it's cattle breeding, but at the same time when there's youth involved, this is a entire program that's involved in entertainment and then it's also involved in just life lessons, right And so um, you know we try to make certain that we address all those points so
0: right? Again, the factory direct sale. It is October 1st, starts at 6:30 sharp. Uh, be here for the meal and be here for some refreshments. And Joe, anything else we need to know about this sale, about these cattle, about services, anything like that? I think
1: that about covers it. Uh, you know, I appreciate you all doing this and have had great response from using your podcast and, and appreciate this platform. You know, some people have asked me about it. I said, you know, it's a tremendous opportunity to do something where you can interact and, and talk to the people and it's a file that you can distribute. Right. And so I appreciate and applaud you for doing it. And again, it's just another opportunity to touch base with people and make them realize that, that it is people business. And you'll put a little character to your footnotes. And right. Put a little emphasis in, in just the fact that we can talk about these things and we can see them all different ways. But the podcast environment, I think, is a, a great opportunity. And what you're doing with this is is great. And it's something that we're going to continue to use. So that's a tribute to what you're getting accomplished too.
0: I appreciate that very much. And I appreciate your comment the other night. I had talked to one of our friends and I said, hey, you know, we need to get together on the podcast. Said, I don't know if I can afford it. And Joe says, you can't afford not right, to do it. So, I right, uh, right. appreciate that as well. Yeah. So, yeah, we we'll, we might get him on there. I don't know. He's I don't know what he's going to do. He's, <laughs> But I think if he does, you know, we, we got Neil on here. And, and Neil says, man, it's worth – it's worth every penny and, and, and that's I are, another deal through you guys that, you know, that we've hooked
1: up with Neil and I are similar in that you can listen to us but you don't want to see us <laughs> well, I, was I, gonna I, said, I I said it time and again <laughs> I have a face for radio and he's no different
0: well I was gonna say it the first and, and you kept rolling but we talked to Brad and and Betty was like Brad you got to get on there today and I said I said Brad you got to get on there today and Brad said no I'll just be the good-looking one in yeah. the crowd. <laughs> He's the <a> pretty face. <laughs> to be the pretty face. That's right.
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> Claire may take a little offense to of that, but uh, she'll get over it, I guess.
1: <laughs> Eventually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe. Maybe she will. But uh, yeah, what a again, just what a great crew, what a great sale, uh, what a great customer service, and then you know when you get these animals and they're really good, why bring them back to? doc horseman and he'll be at your cervix right
1: There <laughs> <Yeah, yes. Yeah. laughs> to explain that to you a little bit there is a sign in his wall that says dr horseman at your cervix right so yeah
0: and you know we we're we're at a little bit different location but we could have done this right there on mackie floor or what yeah. what was the the floor that was in mackie you guys had another signage go on here that they can see at the sale yeah, as well
1: yeah yeah todd foster's a good friend and a an insurance client and we went to college together and uh he had to come out the other day so i had him come up and sign the floor and we get a little wall of fame in there so he's quite the character and uh there's a lot of stories that are even non-basketball related that you'll hear from todd (laughs) so he and his wife are raising some great kids and have some good things going on out there so it's fun to keep in contact with him so right yeah invited him to the sale and maybe he'll be there so
0: right I guess one other thing with you and your services, we can get insurance for whatever we need through you, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely. I always joke I have apps in the car, uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever you need. But no, I've been fortunate enough to be with Indiana Farm Bureau. I had my 20th anniversary the Tuesday after Memorial Day, right? So been with Farm Bureau a long time, and uh, you know enjoy it and uh, enjoy working with people. And and everybody asks how you get all done at all these places, and well, I have good people. at horseman cattle company have great people at indiana farm bureau and diane cooley and Joan sonagreth and uh you know they, they always joke when they see us out and about they see diane they say there's my agent i said yeah i'm not gonna argue with you so <laughs> yeah but uh no it's a really good relationship we have there and you know surround yourself with good people and you can get a lot done and that's that's been proven at horseman cattle company and at, at farm bureau so
0: absolutely yeah. joe Appreciate it very much. Appreciate you you hosting us today. And uh, appreciate you agreeing to do the podcast again. And, uh, again, we'll be here October 1st on Saturday night. We'll be here before 630. Last year came a rain shower right beforehand. So – get up here and look at those things beforehand
1: rainy days and harvest season (laughs) those are good days to have a cattle you're exactly right i I used to get worried about it but now i kind of pray for rain and right and and, uh, everyone has to farm and keep busy but again plan ahead 65 somewhat torturous Uh, you know we had some people that just didn't even make it to the sale last year right had to give up and uh, so plan ahead 65 can be tough at times and again if that exit is closed just Proceed north, and if you're coming from the north, get off there at 188 instead of 178, um, and you'll be able to find our farm no problem whatsoever. So,
0: sounds great, Joe. Appreciate it very much. Appreciate it. All right, and we want to thank you for listening to another edition of Before the Day podcast.